Do your M&Ms are going woke? I did. I think they're changing the green one. That and more after the intro music. <laughs> You're fired. Get out of here. Welcome back to Shit Talking Got Me Fired. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Peter. And we're going woke. Not, no, not us. We are not. Never M&Ms. will. But you know who is? M&M's. So is it M&M's or is it Mars? Because Mars well, owns. Mars owns M&M's. Yeah, but so M&M's specifically is the brand that's going woke because Mars owns like so, a lot of candy bars. So, Well, I guess should we talk about it first before we start questioning things? So basically they're going to redesign the M&M characters. You know, those like commercials. You always see them at, like, at Christmas yeah, time yeah, with yeah. the yellow and the red one going to find Santa or whatever. Um, so the green one, who's the woman, she had the tall stiletto boots or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. got rid of the boots. They're giving her sneakers because okay. of what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't and also the brown one, who's also the other female Eminem, they're lowering her heels to what they described as, quote, a professional height. I don't because apparently high heels are unprofessional. I don't really know. That seems like a little anti-woke to me to tell women how high their heels can be. But So mostly the two women are the ones that change. They also, I think, like tied the sneakers of the yellow one or orange one, whichever one has the anxiety. They gave them all like backstories and stuff. People are saying they made the green one a lesbian, basically, because they gave her sneakers. But I think that would be super anti-woke to be like well she's a lesbian so we can't have her wearing heels now like why do these companies keep bending the knee and catering to these alphabet letter fucks like i'm so tired of it uh, like, why don't they caters to them it's sort of just a random thing to do to just like be able to say that you're woke because like what was anti-woke about her having heeled boots i don't i don't know like, why is it not okay for her to have that? Are you, I, like, telling women they can't do that? It's, like, a bad sign? I don't know. Because that's kind of fucked up. That's anti-woke. That's, that's uh you know, misogynistic, don't yeah, you think? I was going to say. But a bit of bigotry, a little bit of sexism. Like, what about, like, you know, like, career business women, you know, like, that wear, like, heels and, like, Yeah, to say shit, that they had like to lower the her heels to a professional height. Like executive level. She's an M and M. Yeah. And also, like, what does that mean? Is it our our if a heel is a certain height? It's no longer professional. I don't like, get what are we it. talking about here? How are why why are you determining the standards? Isn't this kind of like anti woke for them? Isn't this a bit of like I don't know, man. Sexism, especially since the main changes were to the female M and M's. Yeah, that's kind of you're kind of like. You're almost like segre. You're like in order to be inclusionary, you're like segregating. It's 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 like you're it's mental gymnastics. Like to to reach that to reach that conclusion or or to be able to like swallow that pill, you're really doing some mental gymnastics to like get to that point. And truthfully, it, they didn't really change anything. If anything, they should have added a new color, like done like a you know purple M M&M and M or yeah. like whatever color they don't have already, and then they could have made that a what like if they wanted to be like oh it, just because our two women characters wear heels they don't have to women can also wear sneakers they could have introduced yeah. a new M M&M, and M and then at least it would have been well they're trying to promote something and they're trying to get something it's like no you, you didn't know what, do anything to M and M's you just I really are like changing the just like the characters I really liked M and M's. Like, M&M's is, like, one of my That's favorite candies. That's not true. You used to always say Reese's Feces are the original M&M peanut butter. It, well, it's true. <laughs> they it's did true. first. They came before... Pe- all right. I'm going to settle this one. But they don't have the all. thick chocolate, like, on the inside. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it's, like, a thinner... Yeah, it's a thinner shell. 
I don't know. I <laughs> you were about to go ham. Go ahead. You can follow uh, up on. No, that. I just I you know I like I like M and M's and and whatnot. But um, you know, hey, y- you fucked up. You didn't put peanut butter in there soon enough. Reese's beat you to the punch. Reese's pieces are the original peanut butter M and M's, and nobody is going to fucking tell me different because the the it, that's a fact. Reese's pieces came out before M and M's put peanut butter into the candy. No, no, no. I, I know. I was just. <laughs> I was just gonna, a hill that Peter is willing to die. I, I, on. I'm 100 percent willing to die on this hill. Um, oh damn! I, I can hear like a Mustang or something in the background. Uh, but yeah, so um, you know, I really like M and M's, the candy. And my thing is now, it's like okay. Like maybe because M and M's has these characters, they're trying to like pander to this very small percentage of people on the internet on Twitter. Um, like what are the, what other like they own all the other candies, you know? Like are is all this shit all of a sudden just good? Like are you gonna start seeing all these these weird commercials where it's like, oh, they're definitely pushing an agenda, and you can name whatever agenda that may be, but some woke agenda in their commercials. Like I don't want to fucking see no, it. I don't understand why they needed to change the characters to do that. Like if they wanted to make the green M M&M and M a lesbian, why do they need to get? Why did they boots? even do it? Nobody was asking for this. <laughs> nobody, nobody was saying M M&M and M's. You are being, you know, you are not including the alphabet people. They like, literally already have the rainbow covered. Like what do they need? Yeah, you know, like I, I don't. I don't know where this came from. Um, well, maybe it's a distraction from the fact that they're currently being sued for using child save, slave labor to harvest their cocoa. Is that? I heard that. I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Mars, not specifically M and M's, but Mars uh, owns M and M's as well as Nestle. Well, I was going to say and, uh, the headline I saw was else. Nestle specifically. They said Nestle C like like Mars executives. Is, at, yeah. Okay. Mars is also in on that. There's. Um, well, the the case specifically is there's eight children who are now adults who uh, were enslaved as children in Africa on the Ivory Coast to pick c- cacao or cocoa yeah. for these companies. Yeah, I think this is and so they're they're being sued for. It. And then they, when they first when the lawsuit first came out or something like that, they promised two, two years ago that they were going to end the child sa- slave labor, and they, they have not. <laughs> yeah, I think so. This if you is... want to go woke, maybe stop. Yeah, enslaving children is a good first step instead of removing the heeled boots of a green character. I would think of a personified Eminem. In an all in all seriousness, if you are about being woke and you're about furthering the agenda and whatnot, I would think you wouldn't be greedy and say, "No, we need we need an LGBTQ." alphabet Eminem and you'd be like well no maybe we should like go worry about the kids that are chained to each other picking cocoa beans you would like, think that you wouldn't want to draw any attention to yourself knowing how hypocritical this action would be to be like look at us we're so woke and then it's like okay you didn't think anyone was going to look into it and right. see this massive lawsuit that they're suing you for child slave labor for the chocolate that goes into right. those M&Ms. Right. Like, like, like people don't forget. Like We're if you would have age... done nothing, this this slave labor story would have never, like, yeah, it you know, it would really... have been news, but not really. You could have easily like brushed it off, settled out of court, and no one would really know. But now because it's such a huge hypocritical thing to be like, yeah, you've literally we want like... people to be more, like we're giving our orange M&M anxiety and we're making them so relatable. And it's like, what? <laughs> you, you have essentially opened Pandora's box by trying to cater to a minority that probably wasn't really screaming for this. 
And now oh you, you've you've already you easily just put you out have a all basic... these questions. You have all this shit you have to answer for. You have all these. I mean, can you imagine like all the PR people? All the like, it's just this is going to be a fucking nightmare for them. And it's not like they're like they have an Eminem's TV show or anything like that. Like it's just short, like thirty second commercials, which most people have ad blocker now. They skip ads anyway. Yeah. It's not like these characters are like needing to have representation it's not right. like anyone was screaming like i don't feel represented by the m&ms like what right, nobody for was the love saying of god that. yeah so i mean it's fucking know, candy this is kind of unreal but you know like there's there was also jokes of people saying oh what is it going to be like a an m&m who now identifies as a skittle as a transgender m&m uh, that's clever but Skittles really's got it already locked in because their slogan was already "Taste the Rainbow." Taste the Rainbow. They, they had the gotta, Rainbow unlocked before anyone else took the Rainbow. They don't got to answer for shit. They can do whatever they want. They can, they can like, they can bro, do we're already the Rainbow. Right, and that's it. We that ends the conversation. It. That ends the conversation. Like you, you don't need to answer any more targeted questions. Targeted that market before we even tried. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they've had they've had like all these crazy commercials that you know include all various weird people and yeah, like, the commercials are always just weird they're like. just weird you know so it's like <laughs> you can't you can't hold them to that standard but um yeah you know it, it's very i don't know the, it, it draws a, this whole situation draws a bunch of questions now as i was saying and we diverted we're in the age of the internet we're in the age of social media every information flies to thousands of people in seconds like i share something this share you know so what were the were the executives at the at at Mars or at M and M's? Were they just a bunch of dumb boomers that were like, "What oh, do you mean? This was probably a win for them." You think this was a win? I mean, M and M's have never been more talked about. They're literally trending on Twitter, and people aren't bringing up the child slave labor thing. We are because, like, hello, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, well, you can't call yourselves woke and woke and also enslave children. Sorry, you can't. So, I'm just. My, my thing is just, but was think, anybody asking any questions? Did anyone think this through? You know, it's like... I think they did, and I think it's a win for them. You think so? Everyone's talking about M&M's, including us on this fucking show right now. So it's got M&M's back in the forefront of people's minds for a candy that's been around for forever. It's hard to, for them to make the news without actually doing anything. All they had to do was hire a minimum wage graphic designer to say, hey, can you draw sneakers instead of boots? I'll never, and all of a sudden, they get talked about nonstop for the next five days. I'll never buy another bag of M&Ms again. Reese's, you now have my loyalty. You are the original oh. peanut M&Ms. Who owns Reese's? I don't know. They probably also use the oh child slave labor. They probably do. I mean, I think, it was like all the major companies. It was Mars, Nestle, and there was one more. I'm about to look it up. Who owns So it's Reese's. it's not like it was, you know... You're going to have to really, like, stretch your wings to find who doesn't use it. Which is kind of the problem, too, because if everyone uses it, there's no... Oh, Reese's is Hershey. Oh, duh. Yeah. It was Hershey in the loss? I don't think Hershey was, actually. Who was it? It was Mars, Nestle, and uh, somebody else. Uh... Nestle, child slavery. <laughs> oh, Mars, Nestle, and Hershey. It was Hershey. Oh, so they all use so it. You're fucked. I'm fucked. So no, eh, I guess that's just a good thing. Just don't eat anything that has chocolate. Chocolate, in it? damn. Although I, they probably also use it for like sugar cane and get yeah. to get their sugar or something. Well, the Who knows? I'm not a big fan of sugary candies. I've always liked chocolate more. But hey, man, you know what? That's just a uh, that's a that's more of an excuse to go eat Toblerone. Just buy the fancy shit. Who owns Toblerone? Oh God, don't go down this <laughs> rabbit hole. We no, have to. We can't leave the people. I don't know. Oh, uh, you know Who what? Owns? I bet you Toblerone's owned by like fucking Nestle or something. Toblerone. It's it, there's no way they 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 act on their own. I'd be shocked. 
Oh, uh, a craft brand? Like craft with a Mondelez K? Mondelez International Inc. is technically who owns Toblerone. But uh, I, I don't know if that is a like subsidiary of someone else. But yeah. it's a, it's a Swiss... Uh, Swiss, a Swiss chocolate. A Swiss chocolate, a Swiss yeah. company. Their chocolate is so good, man. Maybe. I mean, they. Who knows where they get their chocolate? You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly like Toblerone. Like that Toblerone is so good. I love eating Toblerone when it's when it's. I know when it's like warm or like room temperature, and it just melts. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. If anyone knows anyone at Toblerone, send us some free send, Toblerone. Send us some merch, man. <laughs> Merch. I thought you wanted or, the candy. Or, yeah, candy. Now you want Send a fucking t-shirt for oh, what? I'd rock a Toblerone t-shirt. For what? I don't know. I just wouldn't. <laughs> Where'd you get that shirt? Eh, they sent them Toblerone. Toblerone. Sent to me. I'm cool with the guys at Toblerone. But yeah, so I don't know. It's just <laughs> the whole like, I'm just, uh, I'm so tired. You know, Trump, Trump said it right. Everything woke turns to shit, man. I'm tired of it. Like enough is enough. Like, why do we keep pandering and catering to this bullshit? And the worst part is it, it's a, it's such a, it's not just a minority. It's a very small minority. You know, this, this whole vocal group that seems to be attacking We did the everyone. stats, remember? I, I don't have them in front of me, but I remember in one episode of our podcast, it was probably oh, like shit. 20, 30 episodes ago now, we looked up the, the demographics and there were more vegans than gay people. That's funny. Like That's percentage really funny. wise by population. Yeah. So it's like, how are you going to like... I know. We don't get a flag. And, and vegan should have a flag. And and not to <laughs> not to sound a certain way or anything, but like I didn't know any vegans growing up. You're the only one, you know. I didn't. Uh, I have two cousins that are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like personally in my family and people I knew growing up, I I mean, unless yeah, somebody said. I don't said think I knew any growing up. I think it's more of like a re because like you, you, people. Yeah. I mean, maybe people were, but like I feel like it's more popular now. There's more food options for it. You see it like. You know, the grocery yeah. stores, unless you have a Walmart. Oh, I mean, KFC's got that plant-based chicken, which we should try Oh, that. the Beyond. Well, it's just Beyond. Oh, is it? It's just Beyond chicken? Yeah. But it's got their, I guess it's got their, like, their fried shit on it, right? Like their spices and stuff. Oh, good question. I don't know. We should try it. We should go. We should get some this week. Just get some. It depends what their breading is made of. Yeah. Their breading may not be vegan. Mm. But maybe they're not advertising it as vegan. It could just be for vegetarians. Because Beyond also partnered with somebody else. Was it Dunkin' Donuts or someone? Yes. And they, they made like a sausage they made breakfast sandwiches. They made sausage But bre- they still had egg and cheese on them. So people were like, well, who's this for? Yeah. Well, I think I got you one one time, right? <laughs> no, because they weren't vegan. Oh, they they weren't. had like cheese oh. on them and they might have also had egg on them. But they definitely had like cheese or butter yeah. or something. Something was not vegan about them. Yeah. So it was like, I guess, more of a vegetarian pull or just people who were like, thought it's healthier but i don't really the, think that shit's healthier if i'm honest with you the tough thing with being it's probably healthier to eat a real piece of chicken than probably slab shit probably honestly. but maybe not i don't know i don't know anything about the the tough part with veganism is that um like normal like you have like mcdonald's and like dunkin donuts and all that like they make so much money off of their meats and it's like it's tough because there's a you have to you really have to separate like you really have to like do your due diligence and make sure you're doing the shit right or it's not truly. But also like if you're eating at McDonald's. That's like, true. Exactly. Exactly. It's not. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know. I know you're going a, with that. A different expectation perhaps is right. the, is the kindest way to say that when you eat at any fast food establishment, yeah. I won't say McDonald's. I think any fast food in general, like 
you know, people there aren't exactly taking pride in their jobs. They're just like, I'm here to collect a check and get the fuck out. So it's usually not the kindest of experiences. It's usually not the cleanliest of experiences. They meet the standard and that's it. Yeah. Check whatever you need to do to check the box. And once the box is checked, I never think about this thing again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. So I don't know. I like whatever. I don't know why we're talking about this at all. Like I was going to go into a whole thing, but then I was like, ah, why the fuck are we talking about this? No one gives a fuck. All right. Well, let's talk about um, some things that the people do come here for. Well, we've re- officially reached one year of Biden. That's I know it feels like it's been a decade. But I know this has been the longest. It's only been a year. You yeah. might think Trump's still in office the amount that they talk about him, but nope, it's been a full year of Biden. Yeah. A little over a year now by the time you we're know, recording and posting this. I've I've seen and we were talking about this the other night. Um, just seeing like some like just just seeing his cognitive decline over the year and even like, you know, back when he was like on his campaign trail and even a couple of years prior, like when, you know, he was under the Biden administration. Um or sorry. <laughs> sorry. The Obama the administ- Obama the Obama administration. It was just like the dude's losing it. Like he's losing. There's no, losing and you, feel free to, to, to chime in whenever you want, but I don't think this guy's going to make it another year before they just say like, dude, we like, we either got to like, it's going to be Why? some weekend at Bernie's type shit. Yeah, where but they, they got just, him through the question that he did his second ever press conference. Second that he actually answered questions at. Yeah. Um, and if you if you haven't seen it, I highly encourage you to watch it. And I don't mean go watch like a 10-second clip of him answering. No, watch it. And you will see that like the way he struggles through some questions. I know we were talking. It reminds us of certain elderly people that used to be in our lives that have since oh, yeah. passed on. And it's like, yeah, it's it's sad to watch at this point because it's like, yeah, I, it almost feels like there it's 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 almost like he doesn't know what he's doing and they're manipulating like they're just they're mm-hmm. taking advantage of him they're using they're, they are going to use this fucking guy as the fall man that's what they are going to use him as that he already is he already is i mean it's really who sad really knows behind the doors behind closed doors who is actually making the decisions yeah but i mean personally and i don't want to go too deep into my personal life but at having somebody in the last couple of years pass away and go through some dementia in the last year of their life. I mean, and it was like that. It was, it was the snap of your fingers. All of a sudden shit wasn't the same when I'm talking about my family member. And I mean, I see the same exact thing in Joe Biden right now as I did my own family member that, that eventually passed due to age. But I mean, it's just, and the thing is, is it, it's not like it gradually gets worse and worse. It's almost like it's like chunks. Like they're good, they're good, they're good. They drop down a level, and it's like oh fuck. And then it's they're fine, they're fine, they're holding that same level, and then they drop down again. They're like oh my god, like what the fuck? Like it's been a month, and you are compl- like it's it's not just like this gradual yeah. decline. It's big bad steps going down the ladder. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were no, 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 you didn't come up. Um, there, a Newsmax reporter, and I don't remember the guy's name. I didn't write down. I apologize. Asked him during his press conference, and he was incredibly polite about it too. He he basically told him like forty nine percent of voters think that you're mentally or disagree with the statement that you are mentally fit. Why do you think that is? And he said it like with all due respect to your your experience and your whatever. Yeah. He was very polite. He about framed it, it very and well. Biden just goes, "I have no idea." I mean, that's it. And then he moved on to the next question. And a lot of people were joking that that is the only answer that fits for both 
both uh, sides of the fence here is yeah. for him to say, I have no idea. Because he, he's clearly. Yeah. I know. I don't, I'm trying to think of like a nice way to say it or like a non, because I don't want to say like he's clearly, you know. But he's fucking losing he's, his mind. <laughs> I mean, I like I'm, I'll be, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this. He's fucking losing his mind. And, and that comes in that age bracket of his, well, believe it or not, I think jail? if you compare him to, uh, believe it or not, jail, <laughs> if you look at like, you know, him comparison to Trump, Trump's fine. Trump's hanging out. He may not be on the Twitter game as much, but he's fine. He's not losing his fucking marbles. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden is like, that's bad, man. And to, and honestly, shame on his fucking wife for, for, for not reeling this shit in and like trying but to take she's more old control. Too. She's old, but she's there. At least from what I, the reports I've seen, she is there. Yeah, but. Sometimes when I hear him talk, it's not necessarily that he's losing it. It's just that he, I guess it is kind of that he's losing it. No. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, he gets even lost. in the press conference, like he, he, he was asked a question about. <sighs> you can tell, you can tell he has, he, he, you can tell he is trying to formulate an answer in his head or he has a couple of ways he to form He starts with an answer in mind and then he like. He just loses he has it. to say it in such a politically correct way as, as the yeah. president, you know, or feels he has to, has been trained for his entire lifetime to answer questions in a certain way because right. he's always been in politics. He's a career politician. He like starts in one way and then jumps to another thing, jumps to another thing, jump. Like he was asked a question about like inflation or something and he ended up on like a totally different topic and like not making any sense, just kind of doing like filler sentences all the way right. to the end. And then it was like, and then no. he was like, okay. And then they just moved on to the next question. It was like, wait, he really didn't answer that question and he really didn't say anything. Yeah. So, and he, no, like many the of his answers barely didn't way. even string together. So I saw that to watch. I saw this, um, compilation just i don't know if it was today or it was yesterday maybe last night but it was a bunch of like uh uh not left-wing like just like liberal or democratic like uh news reports all based on his most recent press conference Mm -hmm. and every one of them was like this is like the fact that jen sackey and the gut and the the white house that just that evening not even the next day that evening had we'll to had to reissue like confirming yes, statements because they're like this isn't instilling any confidence in anybody like everybody knows he's be, losing it because he essentially said that it was okay for russia to invade ukraine yeah. he said quote it depends on what it does it's one thing if it's a minor incursion yeah and th- basically that- saying russia go ahead Right. We'll consider it minor and it's fine. And then like the very, like later that evening, Saki put out a statement saying, no, when, like he meant it's not okay to evade Ukraine at all. And it was like, he literally said it was. Yeah. And the Ukrainian president even put out a statement being like, there are no minor incursions when it right. comes to an invasion. That's, that's really so, like, tough. Everyone was immediately like, no, that's not what he said. That's, you know, and. I don't know. I guess good job, Jen Psaki, for trying to sit there and, and walk this back. I apl- I I applaud you trying, but guess what? It's not going to work because it's she was too, like, "You're did, too did far." He fucked. Mean, there was yeah, there was another thing too, but the Russian invasion one was the big one. That was like, the big he one. He literally said like, "It's okay," and everyone was like, "Well, he just gave the green light to Putin," and they immediately tried to walk it back and say like, "That's not what he meant. That's not what he said." And it's like, it is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing he said was that. The election was will be illegitimate. I saw that if too. it's if his voting rights bullshit bills in the Congress right now don't pass. And um, the reporter asked him, "Do you think 
they would in any way be illegitimate, referring to the 2022 midterm elections. And he said, quote, I think it could easily be illegitimate. And then the very next day, Saki, once again, trying to spin it, says, first, I t- quote, first, I talked to the president a lot about this, and he absolutely is not predicting that the 2022 elections would be illegitimate. So quote. what is it? He literally so said, I think they could be illegitimate. And then they immediately tried to spin it as he never said that. He didn't mean that. There's no way they're they're going to be illegitimate. It's like, then why did he say that? The, I mean, yeah. So it's like, you're clearly not on the same page. And I understand you're trying to walk it back because, I mean, Democrats went from saying 2020, 2020 elections were the most free and most fair elections ever to, if we now, don't pass this sudden, bill right this fucking second, then elections yeah. will never be fair again. And it's like, well, how did we go from the most free and fair, the right. most legit, to now they can never be legit again right. unless we fully change the way we vote. Right. What? That's that's very uh it's very odd. So I don't know what is going on in his head or in the White House or at all. But that's the problem is that we're in such unstable times right now that like the rules are constantly changing. I said this to you earlier. It's like playing a board game with like a five year old. It's right. like they keep they changing keep the rules changing so the that rules. way they can win. And it's yeah. like. Well, we're never getting anywhere then. Right. Every time I go to move my piece, you go, oh, no, 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 the rules are changed. It's my turn now. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's concerning. It's, and it honestly, the, the approval ratings of this guy and, and the administration are complete, like, you know, they reflect 100%. I mean, Joe Biden has a worse, the Biden administration has a worse um, approval rating now than Donald Trump did after three years. Oh, well, he was asked about that. He said, I don't believe the polls. Yeah. Okay. Then, then what do you believe, man? Congress, by the way, has an even lower approval rating. There's just like around ten percent. I think it was like eight or eighteen, something like that. Would you believe me that the the room next door is filled to the the ceiling with with vanilla ice cream? I mean, I don't know what to tell. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I'm just like it's just what what does this guy believe? And uh, yeah, that, the, I, that the next elections will be illegitimate, apparently, yeah, apparently. <laughs> and that it's okay if Russia invades Ukraine as long as it's a little invasion. Yeah, and you know. And then I saw, I forget what the questions were, but um, I also saw Kamala Harris was like, you know, Kamala Harris had no answers uh, for a number of things as well regarding the border situation I saw in an interview just this past week. So it's just this whole administration is just, uh, I don't know if they can't get in front of the ball or if they just keep, like there's no, I don't know if anyone's, like people aren't communicating or what. I don't know what's going on internally, but it's a fucking awful look. And from the outside looking in, you'd have to be, you'd have to be either a fucking moron, no disrespect to the fucking morons, or you'd have to be, honestly, you'd have to be purposefully disingenuous to say that things are going fine and that this is a great presidency. I think you're just uninformed. I think if you still support Biden and think he's doing a good job, you're uninformed. Yeah. You're giving you're giving people that I say are fucking idiots a little more credit than, in my opinion, they deserve. But you know, whatever. Well, it's getting harder and harder to be uninformed about things. Like you may yeah. not know everything that's happened, but certainly you can see that your life is worse off now yeah. than it was a year ago or two years ago. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. when you're like, and I see jokes about it all the time, like on Instagram, like reels and all that kind of stuff. They'll post like my grocery, a hundred dollars worth of groceries in 2020. And it'll be like a full like table or whatever. And mm-hmm. then they'll be like a hundred dollars worth of grocery in 2022. And it'll be like half a carton of eggs. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's clearly a joke, but it, it's, there's some truth to it because inflation is so fucking out of control that these are, this is shit that's like really happening. I think everyday Americans are seeing that. I hope yeah. So it's becoming harder and harder to just be ignorant to these things. I saw um, 
Because it's so, one thing a lot of people don't watch the news. I mean, I used to be one of those people who, I'm not watching the news, you know? Like, yeah. I got other things to do. I got a life to live. But now it's like, do you, everything's locked down. You might want to turn it on and see what's happening. So two things on that front. So uh-huh. in regards to inflation and views, and I think I showed this to you the other night, uh, crude oil. Crude oil has not been $85 plus a barrel since 2008. The last time crude oil was that high was the... Tell me what happened was in the, uh I think it was in 19... It was like late 70s, early 80s that we came across some hard times, if I remember correctly, from the graph. I'd have to look it up. It's on my phone. But basically, long, long story short, you can, basically, you can directly correlate crude oil prices to recessions and, and, and the stock market tanking. Um, so right now where I think we're at, we're a little over $85 a barrel. That's what it was before we went over to Afghanistan. Well, we were already in Afghanistan at that point, but the, the housing, the housing crisis of 2000. Yeah. Um, so I think right now, I think you'd be foolish to think that we're going to probably hang out at the same, the same way we're going, um, for probably another six months. I, I, I foresee, honestly, I foresee what, what is this? This is, we're heading to We're at the end of January. I figure by like mid April. We're going to be in, we're going to be, we're going to be really feeling it. Um, point two, uh, with regards to (laughs) point two, with regards to, um, people watching the news. Uh, I was talking to a coworker recently and he was saying something about how he turned on like MSNBC and he was going on and on about, you know, some nonsense. And, uh, he was like, he's like an old school Democrat. Um, but anyways, that's besides the point. He was going on and on. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, people like Joe Rogan and like Steven Crowder and, 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 you know, Tim pool and, and all these other like people on YouTube and, and, and Spotify that have these shows. I mean, Joe Rogan, I think I saw on average rakes in about 11 million views within the first three days of his podcast being released to Spotify, 11 million views. In three days or less from one podcast mm-hmm. on average the last couple months or I think it was the last year from like from now to previous year um, and then I saw the same correlation to uh, like your local like CNBC MSNBC you know all these other you know Fo- even Fox Fox News actually does pretty well uh, Tucker Carlson kills it uh, but a lot of these like liberal democratic um shows you know even like the Stephen Colbert's and Trevor Noah's they're not even getting a million I think I saw uh Trevor Noah's highest view views per episode was like 800,000 and that was like three years ago like these guys like and and the same thing for the news as well they're not even getting half they're not even getting half a million views when they do these like you know news at five or whatever or they or in the morning they're not Mm -hmm. getting it nobody's watching it and the only people that are watching it seem to be the uninformed well the older folks no I don't think I don't I don't think that's necessarily true because you're forgetting there's like 300 plus, what, 330, 350 million Americans, 360, what's the number? Um, Under 400 million. When I say watch the news, I didn't mean necessarily like go turn on oh, I thought a you're talking TV about channel. Okay. I mean like a- anything. I mean, it's all over all social media platforms and everything, even if you're not informed. And it's interesting that you said his, that Trevor Noah's most popular views are three years ago, because it used to be that they were kind of entertainment news. Yeah. They were talking more about Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez than they were about 
the president. Like nobody right. cared about that. You know what I mean? Nobody talked about it. Nobody cared. It was more about what was happening with celebrities and what was the gossip and like having yeah. whose new movies coming out, what new show is coming out, all that kind of stuff, what new songs, albums, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they are focused more on jokes about politics and they've really all entered the political landscape yeah. in form in like I mean, it's it's clearly. I mean, they entered that landscape because it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab, and that's what Hollywood is. They're well, a bunch of liberal. It cups. was when Trump was president because everybody was talking about Donald Trump, right? But now that Joe Biden's president, especially now that the news is focused so heavily on the one thing that we we have said we're not going to talk about on this podcast right. anymore, um, it's boring. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, you know, tell me to go get another injection, bro. I've heard All it. Right. Shut heard up. Heard it. Been there, done that. Known ten people that have gotten it already. Like, who, cares? Cases and fe- like, who cares? Who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Not to yeah. like, not to say nobody cares because obviously you don't want people to get sick, whatever, die, all that kind of stuff. Like nobody wants to see that. Yeah. But something can stay in the news cycle only so long before people are kind of like, I've heard it. I've been there, done that, seen it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you can only remake a movie so many times in, in a couple of years before people are like, bro, I've already seen All that right. movie. After I don't the, need to see a yeah. new version of that same movie. I've seen right. the movie. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you can't, you just can't keep, can't just keep beating the dead horse over and over and over again and expecting it to get up. I mean, it's like, it's just, I think they're, I, I think they're desperate. I think a lot of these, I think the the Trevor Noah's and the Stephen Colbert's, I think they're desperate. And I, and I don't think they're desperate. I think nothing. they're paid. <laughs> Who yeah, do paid. you think it, like, I remember that compilation getting... we saw of Pfizer funding every news and talk show That's and true. everything. Like, the number one ad spot is always Pfizer. It's like, yeah. you no know one, that's all they fucking talk about. But Their bills you, are being paid by Pfizer. But do you think the people, I mean, I something tells me that even the people that are not, they're like center left, you know, or maybe more moderate. I don't something. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but something tells me that they're not even tuning into this shit anymore. They're like enough, enough. Like we've, there's been numerous, there's been numerous, uh, studies or, or the news yeah, is always I changing. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares. You don't think anymore so? About it. I don't think yeah. anyone's watching. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not saying like when I said like people aren't informed, it's like mm-hmm. not, that I don't mean go watch Colbert or watch CNN. I mean, right. like, did you see, did you read a headline? Did you actually read an article today? You know, right. or did you see something about anything? Do you know that inflation is high right now? Do you know that there's a supply chain crisis? Do you know that there's a border crisis? Right. You don't have to watch CNN to know those things. You can get that news anywhere. You can get it on your social media. You can get it on CNN. You can get it on wherever you want to get the news. But like, do you know those things are happening or not? That's right. what I mean when I say like, okay. how do you not know it by now? Because yeah. inflation, I think everyone is kind of fully aware now, like this whole bear shelves Biden trend, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Empty shelves Joe, all these hashtags Empty that were trending. <laughs> like, I think people understand that, like, something ain't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be. The yeah. problem is, I think, th- and those that still support him, I can only imagine that what they think is that it's somehow the fault of the virus. Yeah, they, like... And I don't want I don't know if we should dive into that too deeply because I don't really want to talk about that anymore because that's all anyone talks so, about is a stupid Wuhan flu. So do you think okay, so you're think you so your general idea is that these people just are just blame it on that. It's like, no, that's not what's happening. That is right. not the cause of this. Right. 
that is the justification for the actions that are causing this. But the, the, the Wuhan flu itself is not what's causing this. Yeah. I don't know. I posted something on, I posted something on social media the other day and some guy was like, who do we blame? Joe Biden? I said, I was like, you know, look, you can't print $3 trillion in in less than a year, inject that into the economy and not have some type of service or good associated with it and expect everything to be fine. I was like, you know, that it's just natural. Like you, yeah, you, you, you just, you just in one go, in one go, you just crash the value of a dollar. So yeah, of course prices are going to skyrocket. Of course shit's going to change. Of course your fucking groceries aren't going to be, you know, a hundred dollars ain't going to get you in there. I was just talking to one of my coworkers on Friday. He was like, yep, yeah, uh, got to go to the grocery store. And he's like, damn. He's like, I remember I used to be able to get more than enough food for a whole week with a hundred bucks. He's like me and my girlfriend, you know, we eat the same thing, same meals, hundred bucks used to get us through the whole week. Now he's like, I'd be lucky to take care of myself for about that much. Well, speaking of that, there is a group of Republicans who are introducing a bill called the Inflation Prevention Act uh, that would essentially bar the passing of any legislation estimated to increase the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, um, unless the most recently published CPI is no more than 4.5%. Right now, I think the latest was like between 7 and 9. I forget what that exact number was. So basically, the goal is to help alleviate the inflation crisis for American families by essentially putting limits on the out of control government spending that we're yeah. seeing. Oh, we definitely have a spending problem. That's for sure. You've outlined that on this podcast probably two or three times. Oh, 6.9 is, is what it was in 6. November. 9. The okay. CPI. And it needs to be under so 4.5. Is that what you said? The goal. Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't allow any additional like excessive government spending bills to pass. Yeah. Unless that number is lower than 4.5. Yeah. Because when you increase government spending, especially at the levels that we're seeing the Biden administration try to do or successfully do in some cases, that's causing massive inflation. Mm-hmm. It's certainly worsening. You could argue there's other factors, and certainly there are, but that is definitely one of the factors that's worsening this. And at this point, you can't say it's not intentional because they know that that's what it's doing. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely economists on that team or under, you know, there's definitely people high up enough that are saying like, hey, look, if we do this, this is going to be the result. And this is not a good result. Like this isn't going to help. I think it's just, it's short-term band-aids. You know, somebody said recently that, uh, somebody said recently that the reason they, the reason the Biden administration pushed out the student loan, um, the student loan repayment or whatever it is, uh, is, yeah, the forgiveness is because of how badly they fucked the economy up with the, with, with printing all the money and that they're going to try to, and it's kind of like a card in the back pocket where if, if things get continually worse and Joe Biden or the Biden administration or Kamala or whatever wants to run again, that they will say after the midterms, Hey, we're actually going to be reducing. We're going to actually be eliminating a bunch of student loan debt. I don't know. It's I, I, it was, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is. Interesting. That's a terrible plan. The majority of Americans do not support that. No, and you're what right. What it is is essentially poor minority families paying for white kids to go to college. That's, That's really what, what that is. When you to. actually break down the demographics of it, it's paying for rich white kids. It's it's not what you think it is. It, it will not help minorities. It will not help anybody yeah. who it claims to help. It's it's people who didn't have the luxury 
to go to college paying for people who did. Yeah. And it's like, you're the one that chose to go to college. You're the one that decided to get into debt. Yeah. You're the one who should pay it off. Yeah. If I mean, it's I just decided like any to go loan. be a plumber or an electrician or something, and I went to trade school and then I did that. I, as a plumber, shouldn't have to pay your college bill so you can get a freaking liberal arts degree and study art history and do nothing right. with it. Right. That's I stupid. Agree. Yeah. No, I hear, I, I, I'm a hundred percent on board. You know, <laughs> I won't working, fight you on that. Me working minimum wage at McDonald's with nothing but a high school diploma shouldn't have to pay for the college education of someone who studied poetry. Yeah, I mean, that's really... Or even someone who went on to be a doctor or something like that. Why am I paying the doctor student loan off? Yeah. I'm making minimum wage at McDonald's, and that's what this would do. If you give, if you forgive student loan, who do you think's paying for it? The right. government doesn't have any money. All the money they distribute is your it's money. It's your money. So this is literally people with nothing but high school diplomas who have to work these minimum wage jobs because everywhere else is requiring a degree paying for those people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's once again, really depending. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, a, backwards. it's not a good look. Yeah, you, you'd have a lot of animosity from the middle, middle class and the poor, um, low, lower, you know, whatever. Um, basically from the middle class down, yeah, there'd be a lot of animosity towards that. Um, well, there's going to be when they see their taxes continue oh, yeah. to go up as inflation is like, also what going the fuck up. Is this? It's like I already struggled to, to have the rent or the mortgage paid, have the kids clothed and fed. Your spending like, power and, is dropping rapidly between yeah. inflation and increased taxes. You're fucked. Yeah. And as we've talked about many times, there's simply no need to increase taxes if you're going to keep printing more money. If you're going to fuck up the economy. No need to charge me more. Just print more. Right. You don't need my money if you're going to keep printing it out like it's nothing. Just right. keep printing it out. Right. Fuck it. Why you gotta fuck me two ways? Just pick one. Right. Stupid. I agree. I agree. Um. So Biden put out this video, or I guess I should say the Biden administration, because we know Biden probably had very little to do with it, of uh, basically one year of Biden, all that it, all that it, all of his lovely accomplishments that really they only named one, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, they got Tom Hanks to do it. I know. And I saw the memes, <laughs> and that went viral because. Simpsons already did that. The Simpsons one again, once again, have I, you know? I did it first. I think the Simpsons, the Simpsons, must be one of the few people that are in the Matrix and fully unplugged from the simulation. They, they're trying to send us signals saying, "Yo, we're, you're plugged in." Like, just say you want to get out of the simulation. And it's but so I mean, funny because the quote from the Simpsons like clip of it was, "The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine." And yeah. that's exactly what's happening. Like, it, pretty on the nose. The the writers or, you know, Matt Groening or whoever it is that's writing all that shit. I mean, they are really like ahead of the game. Do you think it's there ahead of the game and predicting things? Or do you think that the Biden administration is so lost that they started watching the Simpsons for ideas of how to get out of this? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it's a good is question. A classic chicken or the egg situation. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I think there is a video on YouTube going over that kind of theory. Where it's like, have like, uh, how do they, how did, like, how does, how do the people of the Simpsons keep predicting the future? Like, we're talking about, you know, terrorist attacks, scores of games, Super Bowls, you know, presidencies, political events. Like, they have, they have num like a number of times predicted something, and it's not just like, oh, that's kind of close. It's like, no, like, that's basically word for word. Like, it is exactly what it was. 
Um, like they've predicted the Super Bowl like what half a dozen mm. times? The winners, the scores, the teams. I mean, it's like what the fuck is going on? And the same thing goes for politics and 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 you know social, the social uh, aspect of the world. It's like celebrities and shit like that. Yeah, I'll have to dive into that more. I didn't know they predicted the scores of Super Bowl. Games. Yeah, they've they've predicted they've predicted the scores. They've gotten those right. They've predicted the teams. They've gotten that right and various other things too. Because you could say like if it was like time travelers, like they'd have to be going back and forth. Because like if you asked me, like I could maybe name <clears throat> who was in the Super Bowl or who won it last year. Well, I haven't watched it for a couple years because woke. But like you know, in like earlier years. But would I be able to know the score? No, I'd have to go back and forth. There, I'd have to go back and check the score to be able was to accurately one. give you the numbers. In recent years, in the last like five to ten years, I want to say it was the Seahawks might have made it to the Super Bowl, but they were able to they were able to get both of the teams and they got the score right, and score and the teams hmm. and the right team won. I mean, it was we'll have to dive into that. What the fuck? But yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah. Anyways, the 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 meme was very funny. Um, I saw it and I, I sent that to a few people. Anyway, so Biden's administration put out this video, one year Biden trying to claim all this thing, did not mention Afghanistan at all, did no. not mention all the inflation we're talking about, did not mention the over 2 million illegal Americans that are now in this country, which, by the way, I got a little something on that too. The TSA confirmed that they allow illegal immigrants to use their arrest warrants as ID at airport security oh, checkpoints. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Let me say that again, nice and slow for you. The TSA is allowing illegal immigrants to use arrest warrants as ID at airport security checkpoints. So, like, if you're a criminal in Mexico and there's a warrant out for your arrest in one of the, the, the provinces or whatever no, they No, in call the U.S. It. Oh, in the U.S., really? Yes, you've committed a crime. You've entered here illegally. You are now wanted to be arrested or you did something else that you have an arrest warrant out for you. They want yeah. to arrest you. You go, you show it to a federal agent and they say, oh, yeah, you can hop on this plane now. Bitch, you should be arrested. If you show a federal agent your arrest warrant, the only thing that should happen is you should be arrested. Yeah. I, you know, this is going to sound real insensitive and whatnot, but I think, you know, we need to focus on us. We need to focus on the people that are already in this country. We need to focus on the black kids that are living in poverty in cities like Chicago and New York City where these, like, where there's just so much, like, there's so many rules and regulations that are, no, I mean, no, but like Chicago, there's, you know, the African-American community, there's a lot of kids living in poverty. We need to worry about our homeless veterans, you know. There's, you know, there's all these attacks on Asians and other cities. Like, we need to focus on all the problems that we have. We need to stop letting other people just flood this country. I mean, this is, as I said, this is going to sound really insensitive, but we need to start having the ice raids. Like, if if the, the GOP takes the takes the White House. Ice raids? They're literally coming up to federal agents with their arrest warrants. You don't even need to come find them. They're coming true. straight they're coming to, to you, and you're letting them go. You're saying, go ahead, fly. You want to fly to Florida now? Go ahead. You want to fly to Nashville? You want to fly to Ohio, Pennsylvania, any swing state? They're like, hop on the plane, baby. Go set up roots down there. We have so many issues, and we just choose not to. We, we just, we're playing this fucking they're game. They're creating issues. They're creating issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, New and York City gave them the right to vote. I mean, that's nuts. That's fucking nuts. In local nuts. elections only, they obviously aren't allowed to vote in federal elections, but it's it's a slippery slope. Well, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is going to fucking win from now. Well, you know what? I don't know, because what a lot of people don't realize, and maybe they do now, but um, the Hispanic Latino um, 
individuals from Mexico, they're, they're traditionally like very conservative. Like they're not just like, Oh, you know, I believe in God and you shouldn't kill, you know, unborn children. No, like they're fucking conservative to the T and a lot of them are fleeing areas where like socialism, um, or socialistic policies are, are, are enacted and they're not going to come into the United States and vote for those. Well, I would hope. Like, well, they came here illegally That's because true. they get a bunch of free shit if they're illegal. That's true. So I guess including maybe I'm the wrong. ability to fly when you're wanted for arrest. Maybe like if I'm I had wrong. an arrest warrant and I went and took it to a TSA agent, I'd be behind bars. Yeah. But if I was here illegally, I'm allowed to hop on the plane. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. What? Make any just sense. tell me you forgot your ID. Tell me you're an illegal immigrant. You can just use your arrest warrant now as a fucking form of ID. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I, I, I like who's coming up with these ideas? Who's pushing this shit? Like, the, like is the TSA not, does the TSA not have a dog in the fight? And like, can they say like, no, we're not going to do that? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't know who who authorized them to do it, if that was something they did on their own or if it was um, I'd be from very, I'd be very the Biden surprised. administration. I ima- yeah, I imagine it came from someone in the Biden administration. It had to But have. I don't have the full details on it. I just know that they did, in fact, confirm that they allow it. Just insane, man. Just so, insane. If you're illegal and you're looking to fly, just make sure you have your arrest warrant on you. Oh my god. Um <laughs> anyway, back to the one year Biden video. Fuck? Um basically the only thing he they claimed is a Biden victory in this one year of Biden video was that he created six point four million jobs. Uh here's the thing though. But, but everybody's hiring and they can't. Well, because here's anybody. the thing. So in twenty twenty, uh the in Trump's last year of twenty twenty, they lost nine point four million jobs. Now, what could have possibly caused that? Perhaps a nationwide shutdown that killed a bunch of small businesses and put everyone right. out of work, at, at, albeit a, a temporarily right. for most people. So when Biden says he gave 6.4 million jobs, he created 6.4 million jobs. No, you just right. allowed 6.4 million people to return to work, which, by the way, is still 3 million shy of at the start of 2020. Right. So you haven't created any jobs, ever, actually. Yeah, if it, anything, you're still down. You're 3 still million. in the negative. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I don't think I personally would claim that as victory, but that is his only victory to give. So his victory is that he's still at a net negative three million jobs. Jesus. Good job, f- bro. Uh, I don't God. know if it's job growth if you're just giving people their jobs back and allowing them to. What return a fucking to loser! What a fucking loser! Like. <laughs> The, you know, can you imagine this is the first your first at bat as as president and this is how it went? That's like the, and that was the only like I, I don't know if you watched the video. That was no. the only claim, really. He, they were just like a bunch of like buzzwords about like uniting a nation and all this kind of yeah, stuff. But, United but that was the only actual like statistical like here's something he did to make America better. And it's like actually still negative three million. Still in the whole on the whole job front. So, like, no, you didn't make anything better. That was the only claim you made that was an actual, like, fact-checkable claim, and it was kind of false advertising, if you ask me. The, this dude is such a fucking, I, I, you know, I, oh, my God. I, I just, I, I don't see it, man. I don't see him going the full four years. I just don't see it. We're one year in. One year, y'all. One 
year. Now, I'll be honest with you. The year under the first year under Trump flew by because I remember watching basically the compilation of Trump's first year. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been at this for for three, four, five years now. Like this has been the mm-hmm. longest year ever. And I, 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 I and we're two years into the pandemic. So, you know, go three. figure Th- over oh, three. I guess we're we're now on three. We're heading towards. No, three, right. We're in two. Right. Because twenty twenty. Like basically all of 2020 and then all of 2021. Yeah. So I guess in March, March 16th of this year, we'll be entering yeah. three. But like I said, not for us. We're over. It's done. Yeah, we're done here. Shit doesn't exist down here. We're so done here. maybe New York and LA, they can enter year three. But the fucking UK just said they're getting rid of all their. And I think you said Ireland too. Ireland's done. It's getting too. rid of everything. No mask mandates, no, no passports, yeah. no nothing. No, they're done. They said this shit don't work. Science yeah. says it don't work. We don't need to keep playing these games. We got our elections already set. We don't need we don't need to do that bullshit like the US. I saw this meme uh and I sent it to you earlier actually. Some one of my friends sent it to me and it was uh like, you know, an un, un uh, an unvaccinated person goes into a restaurant to like go eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, we're going to need to see your vaccination card and blah 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 blah. It's like, "Oh, well, um that's fine. Like, who's our server? And they're like, oh, it's it's Brandon. And that was part of the joke. Oh, yeah, we'd like to see Brandon's vaccination card. And we'd also prefer it if he wasn't, if he hasn't indulged in drugs or alcohol or anything like that. We also want to see the manager's paperwork as well, just to make sure that he's running, mm-hmm. you know, a good ship around here. And, you know. the Yeah, they wanted everyone's, like, talk screens. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, drugs, yeah, yeah. And they wanted to make sure they were vaccinated for all these other diseases. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, it can go both ways. I thought it was just funny that, like, and honestly, I think, I think maybe that's how I think people, I think people should start being assholes to others with regards to this, you know? Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because they're not the ones setting the rules. You know what I mean? Like if you wanted to go out like DC, I think just put in their like passports or whatever. So it's like, if you wanted to go out in DC, a bar might not let you in or a restaurant might not let you in because the, the, They've mandated it for that right. region, let's say, you know, or, the, or like in New York City, they've mandated it, LA, you know, whatever. So it's like if you wanted to go out to a bar or restaurant in New York, let's say, they're mm-hmm. like, well, we can't let you in because the the city won't let us. It's, it's you know, they've enacted Fuck this the city. thing. So it's like if you're yelling at like the hostess at a restaurant, she's going to, he or she is just going to be like, well, what do you really want me to do? Right. Like, I can't do anything about this. And even the manager of the restaurant, like, especially when it's like, if it's like a small business, not a chain, or even like a franchise or something where it is like still kind of a small local business. It's like, what do you want me to do? Because if I let you in without it, then the city can come and shut down my business and I'm fucked. And if I don't let you in, I understand, like, I'm against it too, but I need right. to be able to make money to support my family, my, myself, my, whatever, my employees. So you, need, you need mass non-compliance. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You just need a fuck ton of people just saying no. And I don't know why, I mean, New York city, New York city and these others, these other like super progressive like cities, they need to like, they just need to like grab themselves by their own balls and be like, we're doing this. We're fucking doing this and you're in it and you're not backing out. And that's it. You know, you don't shut down. Oh, you can come by and tell me to shut down. We're not shutting down. And neither is the guy next door and neither is the guy across the street. You're not shutting any of us down, actually. So come and fucking try it. Because you ain't. Well, they don't have guns there. So what happens when the police come with guns and say, 
Mm, Where then say you're under arrest. First of all, you're going to get in a firefight with some police. Yeah, they're not. Second of all, the police aren't even like arresting people for actual like theft and crimes. They're only arresting them for not obeying these tyrannical rules, I guess is what you would call them. Sounds like a decent hill to die on. That's for sure. I don't know. Anyways, rather die on that hill than something else. I thought you were going to die on the uh, Reese's Pieces or the original peanut butter m ms hill. Yeah, I'm kind of torn right now. I don't know which one is, you know, I don't know which one. <laughs> which hill is more <laughs> which important? Which one is more important? <laughs> running back and forth. God, those Reese's Pieces are good, though. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's not good? The Taliban. <laughs> sorry, I had no idea how to transition <laughs> to the next fucking topic. I'm sorry, y'all. That was bad, but. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I guess they still got Twitter accounts, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Why would they be suppressed? It's not like they're a terrorist regime or anything like that. Yeah, let's take um, down the people that don't fact, support Brandon. But uh, the Taliban, y'all can have Twitter. I don't know if you saw this, but if not, you're going to love this. Oh, no. Afghanistan, which is controlled by the Taliban, the Afghanistan Central Bank on, on Thursday announced the receipt of $32 million in cash from the United Nations. Wait, what? The United Nations sent the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan Central Bank $32 million. For what? Well, in December, the UN reportedly agreed to begin sending cash to Afghanistan every week in order to fund its humanitarian efforts, um, ramping up eventually to about $20 million per week in March of 2020. It was an ambitious $8 billion aid program for, uh, for Afghanistan on top of the $1 billion that was already previously sent. Um... There were some concerns that this would risk run the risk of the Taliban simply stealing the cash since, you know, they control Afghanistan right, right now. Um, but they're they're doing it in an effort to stabilize the banking system by injecting U.S. dollars <laughs> into the Afghanistan banks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't get through without laughing. I, We're literally giving $8 billion to a terrorist organization that chants death to America. After I mean, we also left all of the equipment behind. Like, can't they just right. sell it? Auction off some of the helicopters or something? Sell them back to us, you know? I've, Fuck it. I've heard that, I don't know, I read a number of things online that unfortunately, like, the lucky, the good thing about a lot of the technology that we did leave there, a lot of it, it's like, if you're not like a master mechanic, it's tough to service. Don't worry. China already sent in their best people to help them evaluate it, estimate it, and probably figure out how everything works. Probably. So don't worry. China's got them. Probably. No, it's funny. We... we now probably. China has publicly offered help to them and has already been working with them extensively. Yeah, we really so. fucked up. Yeah. Did we fuck up? Or well, did the Biden and Joe Biden fuck fucked up? Because I would like to create some separation between right. Our we don't claim we don't leaders cl- and the American. We people. don't claim Joe Biden. <clears throat> um, no. We are Americans, and therefore don't claim the anti-American tyrannical regime that's currently running the country. Oh, what was I going to say? I had something on my I had something on my brain, and I about them not being able to use the equipment. Oh, uh, because they're it, not smart enough. No, um, no, I just you know. The, <laughs> Why we're giving money to a, a a terrorist organization that throws acid in women's face when they look at another man and 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 are raped and stoned in the streets and I I just don't I, I like can somebody help it make help 8 me billion. understand one of, one of the largest demands for funding 
ever made for a single country. Eight billion U.S. dollars when our currency is already being heavily devalued. Like, I just don't. Like, can somebody help me see this? Like, I, I'm I'm doing some mental gymnastics here, and I'm falling mm-hmm. off the balance. Well, beam. you know what? This is kind of an older story, but this is maybe relevant. So maybe some students at Penn State could help you because one of Fuck their Penn State. one of their assignments went viral uh, when a student posted it, and the assignment was quote. Explain why the Taliban is not, not in all caps, a terrorist organization. You are not allowed to answer this question in any other way. Any attempt to avoid answering or try arguing otherwise will result in a failing grade. What was the outcome of that? Did people actually like try to, how do you even argue that? That was an assignment for Penn State students. So perhaps they could give you an answer as to why we're giving them $8 billion to fund their terrorist organization i would take, take over of i would take the f on principle i would take it on principle i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fucking write this paper fuck you like fuck why you. are we like first of all it is a terrorist organization right they're literally chanting death to america in the streets i mean can you imagine like if you had a if you were in that class and you had a family member that died in afghanistan like or in fallujah or in fucking at, during 9-11 or any of these types of like can you fucking imagine the audacity like that, 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 that professor that assigned it should be thanking their thanking, whatever they believe in that they didn't get their fucking ass kicked. Cause where I went to school, where I went to college, we had a bunch of ex military guys there or people that were active duty and that type of shit that get, that's you're getting dragged out of the car by your hair and having your face stomped on. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like it's fucking what ridiculous. The fuck is going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I'd love to hear the follow-up to that story. That is absurd. Absurd. Yeah, I didn't see any follow-up, but I can I can search for it after and something. Back to you, but. Something tells me though that that probably didn't. That assignment probably got removed. They probably didn't do that assignment. Unless Penn State is is not unless they're with that program, and that program is the bullshit program. I don't think that would fly. I mean. I can only imagine the backlash they got from that, those like screenshots or those images making it she on the internet. She said it was her, her last semester. Um, Christopher Cook, a professor of, a professor of international politics at Penn state. That was the person maybe, who, um, maybe he was being like facetious no, or something. Cook had been teaching that the Taliban is not, and has never been a terrorist organization. According to, um, the most recent addition to TPEUSA's professor watch list. I don't know what that is. Professor uh, watch list. He had list. a politics of terrorism class. It almost sounds like an interesting class, like politics of terrorism. Okay, I'd like to hear like, uh, you know, that sounds like, it doesn't sound like that's what it would be. And again, maybe, I don't know. I'm not looking at the he, article. You know, it, he's apparently made tweets before about um, saying that the Taliban are not terrorists. So this is not like something he, that was like a, you know, learning excitement or anything like that. Like he truly believes they're not. Something tells me though, that he's probably, he's probably changed his name and no longer works there. Cause that like, that's some, he's tweeted about it before. So I, he's probably still gainfully employed. I, I have no idea. I don't, see anything Docks specific about ass. him but i mean his name is out there he's tweeted about it like it's not it's not a hidden thing he, he thinks that they're not and i that's insane i i mean yeah. oh wow i just found a picture of him 
He mm-hmm. looks like he's he looks like he would tout that bullshit. Let me see. Let me sh- I don't know. That's not a flattering photo. Yeah, it almost looks like he's using a filter or something. His eyes are a little buggy. Yeah, he looks like a fucking nut job. Anyway. Oh my god. I can't I can't like that's like we are living in a twilight zone type dystopian nightmare simulation. Like the world must have ended thinks... in 2012. It had to have. It had to have ended in 2012. That's the only way I'm willing I don't to accept know. 2016 this. 2016 to 2019 wasn't bad. That's true. I mean, uh, minus the killer clowns, but I, that, that turned out to be God. just kind of a hoax, right? Killer clowns, Pokemon Go. Remember that shit? That was we when did life a was whole good. Episode about 2016 was it? That was great, man. That was great. What a time to be alive now. Oh my God. What the fuck? What a time to be alive. <laughs> you know Jesus talk- Christ. Yeah. Well, it's not all bad. Well, how about we end it on a high oh, note? Cause uh, I got yes. one more. Yes, yes, First yes, of all, yes. voting bill failed. So I think it was 48 to 52. So good on uh, that. Uh-huh. But speaking of voting, the Republicans <laughs> may be making some changes to the elections themselves. Mm-hmm. So the RNC says it will require candidates to pledge to not participate in debates run by the commission on presidential debates. Uh, it's something that's going to be voted on in the February oh. RNC meeting over in Salt Lake city. Um, but basically, they've been complaining for decades about how this committee very clearly favors the Democrats. Yeah, they I had mean, fucking Anderson it. Cooper on the last one. Like, did they? Yeah, it was, I it was Chris Wallace. Oh, uh, maybe it was Chris Wallace. I, why do why do I why am I thinking Anderson Cooper? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, maybe uh, I think he did a town hall. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it I don't was. Think it was one of the presidential debates. But yeah, they've been they've been in discussions with the committee for months now, um, and. Basically, it's just not, it's not working out. They're very clearly favoring one side and the Republicans are like, why? We don't have to put up with this. So before, like there was a time where this committee didn't exist and both parties just had to negotiate directly and agree on terms or no debates would take place. But if you remember the last presidential election, voting started before the first debate even took place. Oh yeah. And whose side do you think that favored? Oh. We all know. <laughs> I don't need to. I, I digress. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, mail-in and absentee voting started before the president, the first presidential debate last or last election cycle. So it's not really that surprising. It's, I think it's awesome that they're finally doing something. Is this kind of the babiest of baby steps? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But mean, hey, it's better than nothing. I was going to say, this is... <laughs> like, I I'd mean, rather see some actual, like, voting reform to, like, you know, yeah. have voter ID and not allow a bunch of mail-in ballots to go out. But hey, I'll take yeah. avoiding the clearly biased presidential committee. Yeah, I mean... Or debate committee. It's it's not a hole-in-one, but it's a step in the right direction. And, you know, hey, it, it's, it's, the, it's the little wins, you know? You have a couple little wins, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, we actually made so, some significant change here, so... We'll see. Like I said, I think they're going to uh, vote on it or decide on it at the RNC uh, February meeting, mm-hmm. the winter meeting in Salt Lake City. So good. we'll see if the change gets voted on or not. I hope that it does because I think... I think it will. I they've think been it- complaining about this committee. This uh, What is it called again? The Commission on Presidential Debate. Sorry, Commission, not Committee. Uh, whatever. Yeah. But... They've been complaining about it for like quite some time, and I think it's very clearly biased. And oh yeah, it 100% it's just is. gotten worse and worse and worse, especially with the left going so far left in this last yeah. year. Really, like it's kind of like no, 
Yeah. We're not doing a meet in the middle thing because we're we're like we're one inch away from center and you're ten inches away from center and you want to yeah. meet in the middle, but that's not the real middle. Right. That's your side. Right. So we're not doing that. Not so I think that's great. So hopefully hopefully they go through with it and then we see some what happened? So, like, how do you know how any of that works? Like, yeah. So before the commission uh, existed, the uh-huh. the two parties would just come together and negotiate on when the debates would be. Yeah. And if they couldn't reach an agreement, they just wouldn't have a debate. So it would be it could be done the same way that the RNC would meet or the RNC candidate would that would meet mm-hmm. with the DNC <clears throat> candidate and, and perhaps Joe Biden and agree on when the debates were to be held and mm-hmm. who would moderate and how much time and, you know, basically yeah. uh, independently negotiate each, each year as opposed to having this, you know, committee or commission, whatever, run it all. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. This is going to, I think this might go, uh, I think this might go in the right direction. So we'll see what happens. Update in February, I guess, when they vote on it, if they vote for it. But yeah, so that's it for this week's episode of Shit Talking Got Me Fired. You can find more of us on Instagram at Shit Got Me Fired. Also, make sure you follow us, subscribe, everything on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you will find us there. Unless, of course, they've already banned us. We're looking at you, bro. We're looking at you. Um, until they fully suppress us, make sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. You can also leave your comments directly on Spotify. There's a little like comment box if you scroll down when you're listening to this episode where you can like post your comments. They do not get posted publicly, so if you want to say anything you can, um, it won't get pu- pu- posted publicly unless we pin it. And uh, if you just write in the note, keep it private, then we won't pin it or anything like that so people can't see. Um, anything to add, Peter? No, that's it. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Monday. And until then, stay jolly, stay lit.